0: Hello and welcome to the first English episode of Badminton Science, or Badminton Vetenskap, as the original title in Swedish is. And Badminton Vetenskap means Badminton Science. I'm your host, Robert Johnson. I'm also the host of Badminton Vetenskap, which makes a lot of sense when we think about it. This, as I said, is just the first episode and well i don't know if i can call this an episode it's just an introduction to the podcast what it will be about and a short yeah some kind of short story about why i wanted to to do this podcast in the first place so i can just uh, so you don't have to you don't have to google me to get this information but i haven't been a top player I haven't been a top coach or a trainer. I'm just uh, a guy who's really passionate about badminton, and um, now I'm studying sport science, which, therefore, the name badminton science. It's the combination of badminton and sport science, hence badminton science. So, I am um, as a student of of sports science, I thought it would be a nice project to have uh, a podcast where I'm um, able to, to talk about what I learned in school and and how that can be connected to badminton because I don't think there's a lot of information out there about um, like anything sports science related and how that applies to badminton. That's a problem and I don't like it. It has been like that for all of my life. I'm 25 and when I started playing badminton I was 6 years old. Played for 18 years before I quit. Uh, And when I was a kid I I grew up in a suburb from... uh, Or in Gothenburg. And uh, I played in the local club which you can't really say it was a um top level uh, or even any level uh competing club when i was starting out it was some some uh, players who who went to tournaments and and stuff but as i got older like 9 or 10 it was not i don't think there were anyone else besides my brother me and our father who uh, who actually competed I think some some people competed once in a while and some beginners um, were, were also uh, playing but but we were the only ones who um, uh, who competed a lot or not not that much compared to some else but uh, like maybe eight ten twelve competitions a year I would say. uh, Maybe more sometimes. But. uh, In the club. I I didn't have the opportunity. To practice more than twice a week. Because. The club didn't own the hall. Or. or, uh, There wasn't any. um, Nearby halls. Which you could just rent a. a Court and play. So it was. um, The city who were responsible for the um, the facilities and that of course is a problem when you know you only have two sessions a week and no com- no no other players are competing as well so so i i tried to figure out and research what can i do besides those practices to improve my my badminton and uh, Mostly those just things like yeah, go out and run. It's good for you, or do some core exercises. It's also good for you. Do some jumps. Do some lunges. Do jump. Uh, how do you say? Um, uh, is it? It can't be jumping rope. It. It's impossible for it to be jumping rope. It feels so. N- no it was correct okay exciting yeah so so it was a lot of like do this do that but not that was only with uh a certain exercise or exercise type or um yeah like yeah go out and run not for how long you you couldn't find the, like a training program it it just wasn't out there for um like try to progressively increase your distance or try to uh, get faster it, it wasn't like a, you couldn't find a plan it was just oh the pros train this practices um, this amount of hours in a week and not much else I knew the, I, I, I remember there were some some pdf file I got a hold of which contain a bit more information but now that that can't be found and like there's still not that much information and my mission now is to to uh, to change that because I I think it's it's insane that it's 2020 it's a huge sport and there aren't any information about how you how you improve a certain physical ability like if I wanted to improve my my um uh, jump smash for instance then someone might say oh just do some plyometrics just uh, (laughs) jump more uh do some vertical jumps let's say that and that's fine and you increase your vertical jump a lot but uh, during a game you don't feel any improvement because you haven't um Uh, done the specific uh, drills for jumping higher on the badminton court so uh, there's a lot of things missing i'm working on changing that uh, without um, charging for it so i've started to create a lot of uh, like ebooks i guess you would say Uh, pdf files I, i don't know it's basically training programs and um yeah, I, I can just walk, walk you through it a, bit, a bit. So it's uh, some some of the things are just training programs with some information where you can understand, okay, yeah, I'm bad at this, and since I'm bad at this, I need to do that. So it, it's also a bit of um, a help for players to understand how they can think about their own game and know their strengths and weaknesses and, and work on them uh, outside of the court and then i have some just basic uh, how you set a, a good goal like what are what are some principles for for um, setting up a realistic uh, goal how do you uh, how do you say this in english like after practice or a competition or a match whatever uh, it's just um a form or basically a questionnaire uh, where you fill out what was good, what was bad, what you can improve on, uh, why did you lose, why did you win and just some some basic uh, um forms just for for a player to to reflect more on their games and practices and then there are some some other things uh, more like ebook <laughs> like me trying to trying to explain the science and how you can apply it because even if I'm studying sports science there aren't a lot of of uh, of science being done on badminton uh, as opposed to say a team sport like uh, football or soccer if you're American so <clears throat> yeah th- this podcast is um, is for the kids and uh, also the players who who want to learn a bit more about what uh, badminton demands and how you can improve but with that being said i'm not like i'm not the most know- know- knowledgeable guy how do you say it? okay so i'm not may i'm, I'm not the best um uh, i'm not the best strength and conditioning coach out there but there are no strength and conditioning coaches uh, talking about or trying to spread the word about how you how you can go about trying to improve your um, say speed or endurance on the court. So so that's just my mission to to spread knowledge basically, and um, sometimes there will be episodes which the next episode or the first real episode will be about. The new scoring system, and there are no science uh, in that uh, in that sense because, yeah, how can you do science with that? It's uh, it's basically there. I will I will give you my opinion on the topic, and I will walk you through my logic for why I think that in this case I don't think it's a good solution. But I will walk you through why I think like that and and not just give opinions based on emotions, but based on logic, if there are no signs to uh, to back my my claims. but um, it's also just to get some some um, discussions and dialogues going because we can all do more for badminton. Like I'm trying to to not just say, yeah, the BWF should do this and why haven't uh, the Swedish badminton federation done that or why haven't my trainer done that. I'm trying to, to take responsibility because I like to, uh, or I like to, I, I complain a lot about what I think should be done, but I don't think I can uh, complain about anything if I haven't tried to do anything. And that goes the same to people, like, I'm not just gonna share a story on my Instagram then, oh yeah, I did what I could, and that's it, great, I'm done, I have done my part now, now I can complain, I don't want to be that guy, I want to actually try and and make some sort of change, um, because if, even if I'm wrong, I think it's good, because if someone can prove me wrong, or give their opinion, or... Um, yeah you just just argue against me I think it's good because then we have uh, then we have a healthy dialogue because we need to talk we need to to spread the word and uh I will also I can say that besides studying for sports science I will uh, get a bachelor's degree in marketing I've already re- I've already studied some marketing and uh, uh, I uh I want to market this sport. I love this sport. I think it's um, it's insane how how it's not uh, a more popular sport or how people don't know how difficult it is. Like I um, I played at I think it's called high school. It's uh, you know between sixteen and uh, the year you turn eighteen, you you go to high school. Or in in Sweden, it's like that. And during those years, not the from 16, but when I was 17, I played badminton at school in the mornings. And my total uh, like practice time every week was, uh, you know, including the club and uh, gym workouts and uh, running. I worked out uh, like, I peaked at like 20 hours a week, which is insane to say and sad that I didn't... <laughs> ...become better than I than I got before I quit, or before I got injured and had to quit, rather. But, uh, like, yeah, so, so, yeah, I played a lot, a lot. I wasn't by any means, uh, like, the best or anything, like, far from it. But, you know, if you play that much in anything, you, you're gonna get some improvements... ...and you're gonna become better than the average person. But my friends, some of my French friends actually think they can beat me even though they never practiced badminton. And that's insane and those people wouldn't say that about football. They wouldn't say that about tennis. They wouldn't say that about table tennis. So that's that's just how people perceive badminton and I hate it because we all know how in it's so hard like i practiced that many hours and i was still not good you know of course some some people will (laughs) don't have to train that much to to become better than i was but uh, badminton is like you can practice how so many hours and still be bad it compared to uh, I mean, of course, it's it's about who you compare yourself to. If I were to compete, compare myself to Victor Axelsen, yeah, I'm shit. If I were to compare myself to the average badminton player, I was probably better. Uh, so, but still, it's insane how how hard and how difficult it is, But people don't have the respect for the sport, and I think that's a marketing problem. In some sense, uh, in Sweden, we were. Uh, we, I think, yeah, it's Thomas Schilström who, who has a record which can never be, be beaten. It, he has a medal from uh, from world championships in every uh, category. So, like, not ladies, <laughs> women's singles and women's doubles, but he has in men's singles, men's doubles and mixed doubles. He has a medal in uh, those three categories. And that cannot be repeated um so that was like sweden we have been good uh like up until this year we were the only like we were we had a gold medal in the world championships which malaysia didn't have and uh, like we were good but then we need to think about what happened and like i wasn't alive (laughs) when when this happened but as i've come to understand and i can be completely wrong but um the the sport was shown on television, but then it gradually got uh, removed from the from the television. And even though that might not, even if there weren't that many people watching, like uh, just as an example, even if there weren't, then people would still get to see the sport. Like even if you were just flipping through channels, then maybe you would watch badminton. Like oh, that looks fun, or that looks uh, impressive. Uh, but then you switch the channel. But then they all. Then they at least know how how real badminton looks. Not it's just not like a backyard sport as uh, as my friends think. It's more. It's really difficult. So uh, so yeah. So I'm I'm gonna do a bachelor's in uh, in marketing as well. Trying to uh, to do what I can for this sport because as you might <laughs> realize, I'm not gonna be. Uh, be an olympic champion and market the sport that way so i have to to do a different approach to to the thing and i think this podcast is uh is a good start uh, i mean it's not i need to do more and i will do a lot more but just getting also not just market the sport but i also want to do uh like if there's a kid who who was like me who was obsessed with the sport who wanted to be, to improve but they didn't know how to I want to be the a person who just gets the ball going gets them to understand what it takes uh, from a sports science perspective and how they can at least start to to work out how uh, how they're supposed to uh, to do their aerobic exercises how they're supposed to improve their strength their flexibility and everything like that that's that's my my mission and goal and um, hopefully i can i can do that because i think i think it would be great if i could could uh, could give some hope to any to, to someone who wants to to improve but yeah so this is the introduction to to badminton science the next episode as i said will be about the new scoring system, which is like the first topic everyone has, but I think I'm gonna shed some new lights on it. Uh, I did a episode in Swedish, which I will I will do. Uh, I will do this episode in Swedish and in English, so like not the same episode, of course, but uh, but the contents will be the same, in different languages. And um, from there, I will. Uh I I yeah sorry I've, I forgot what I was saying but yeah I did a, an episode in Swedish about the scoring system and uh, I said I was totally against it. I think it was a bad idea I don't understand why they would do it now I I still think it's a bad idea I will not uh, spoil too much right now but I think there are some some things that might be really good about the scoring system which I will now Um, talk about and uh, uh, change my opinion just a little bit because i think uh, if you can't change your opinion then then uh, you have a have an ego problem because it it shouldn't be hard to to change your opinion and uh, to think things through hard sentence to say so anyways, uh, thank you for listening to this first English episode. I, uh, I hope you will uh, enjoy the podcast. And yeah, thank you for listening. Uh, I will, yeah, I will actually record next episode right now, right after this. So this will probably out in the same day or maybe a day apart or something. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye bye.